0: And then what advice for those that have been impacted by some recent layoffs in tech sales?
1: Yeah, in the market will always go up and down, and technology will continue to grow. And there's, you know, there's plenty of jobs and right opportunities. So if people are impacted, that I'll guarantee you, there's companies out there that are looking to either top grade or bring great people in. So keep your network out there. Uh, keep your network going, and. Uh, Don't get down. It's a point in time because the market's going to turn back.
0: Yep, absolutely. And also, I think a lot of companies have used um, kind of the the layoff thing, really, for lack of better words, to do proper performance management, which I think my opinion is companies are just getting sloppy with now. And then especially during COVID, you didn't want to do it. So for individuals, I always say, take the time to go back and talk to whoever you worked for or whoever you worked with. And you don't want to put them on the spot for HR reasons, but just say, hey, you know, what, what are some things, you know, what do you were my strengths? What are things I could do different or better to improve? Because that information
1: is invaluable as you go forward into, into your next job, right? Yeah. And, and there's definitely companies that will still like I from our side, I, there's great opportunity or some good people out there on the market. So, you know, that's what we're looking to do. Awesome. And what about feedback
0: for talking about that, you know, kind of you know reps on your team now? Uh, in terms of kind of what what are you trying to coach and advise and obviously, there's a lot of things you know, assume they're doing well, but kind of are there kind of two, three things you're trying to oversteer on from a behavior
1: perspective
0: to improve their results?
1: yeah, so um, I hit on one earlier, and it is channel and um you know, so for my side, how you partner every single day is hugely important, and that gives you the most reach in the market so you know, those relationships you build over time with channel partners uh, will last you forever. So I would tell you, you know, every single day, that's number one driver from from your side. You know, secondly, is um, your persistence and consistency with the customers out there make your brand and you know, when you sit there and interact with them, and you give them what they need, and you help them hit their goals, that brand will carry you forever. So, you know, don't don't ever discount having a customer and a customer relationship because that that will carry you. Um, from from my side, um, you know, consistently hit the expectations. Now, if right now, we're at the end of the quarter, so I, I know all the deals that are out there, and, and you know, and and I expect everybody to either, to your point. They, by this time of the quarter, they should have come up and told me it's not going to happen. So all the ones should yeah. come in.
0: Gotcha. What are old? old I do that uh, weekly uh, post. It might be old school, but and I'm just so always amazed sometimes with the uh, kind of misjudgment. And you know, one of the easy ways I always found to do it was, OK, you have a proper recap note that says, here's a ride. Here's what's going on. The next steps, the timing, getting the order. Right.
1: And, you know, it seems that, you know, that, that's almost something of a lost star, too. Uh, It's crazy. Like a a reverse timeline to an order, you know, to me is like the number one thing. And, you know, and you can bring it up any time in the sales cycle and that. But it's I'm amazed how much, you know, whether they get, you know, a salesperson gets comfortable with the sales situation they're in. But, you know, that reverse timeline is key. And, you know, whenever whenever people do it and they sit there and go through it, they're like generally they will close at a much higher rate.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Uh, so we have from Bill Hogan chiming back in cohesity showing up more and more as a cyber solution for expanded use cases, anything different for you here as your tech is taking you to
1: new places? Uh, definitely, definitely different for us. So, uh, one is we got to get everybody trained in the organization. Um, Two is um, from a technical specialty side, we're, we're building up more than that. And then uh, from a partner side, um, some of our announcements are with companies like Tenable, CyberArk, Palo Alto. So it's more partner and alliances for us to do. And we continue to build that every day.
0: Awesome. Very cool. And uh, I guess if you want to put in any uh, password lists. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. I- Identifiers, you know, who to partner
1: with. Right. Yes, exactly. So we get beyond identity. We get them out there. We get them going. I got to figure out if that could fit in our alliance. But I'm sure Billy will let me know.
0: (laughs) There you go. You already have a note in your inbox. Uh, (laughs) And uh, Eric Coe says agenda and follow up notes. True (laughs) sidelisms. Yes. So many pet 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 issues or problems or (laughs) things to focus on for sure uh now what about uh kind of a cohesity in your experience over the years kind of the importance of uh sales ops and rev ops and i kind of take the view that you know you go back 10 years ago when i had operating roles it was kind of all kind of rear view mirror data which was nice really doesn't do much for you talking about the future but just now there's so many you
1: know great uh great tools out there to help you you know look into the future yeah and, and we right we spend a lot of time there as you look at you know, Q, you know, one quarter out, two quarter out pipelines, right? The stages of the pipeline, where they are and your business as you move forward. So, you know, I, I would tell you that traditional sales ops, I look as the doers. And then that kind of rev ops strategy side has to be very, very, very strong. And I, I spend a lot of time there. And then when you look at it, what it gives me is, What are then I, you know, what can I go back to the field and set up, set for their priorities and or, you know, their metrics to hit? And, Mm -hmm. you know, so for us, net new logos is always harder. And we found that at Pure, too. Um, But as you can see, our like as a growing company, our, our base consistently buys at a good rate. Um, But understanding everything you have out there in your pipeline in order to line that up quarters ahead is really big.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, what about um, along the way here,
1: uh, sales leaders that you respect? Um, Yeah. So, you know, that's that's a great question. I got a lot of them. So obviously uh, I had the opportunity to work uh, at EMC. You know, in that office, I had you know Eric Mann, Bill Hogan was there. Some you know some great ones there. Steve Fitz, um, Carl Eschenbach was there for a bit. Um, I would tell you that working with him has been phenomenal. And then um, you know the guy really uh, really appreciated at Pure is Dave Hatfield, who's who's one of the best. Um, And then you know Kevin Haverty Haverty and I have been friends since college and. I talk to him constantly. Um, So, you know, those are some that come to mind from a sales side. I always got to mention, you know, Bill Scannell, because, you know, the thing the thing I'll say with Billy is he's you know, he's the first guy. He's on top of things. It's amazing how he's been able to survive and multiple survive and thrive and thrive. And yeah. And and the other thing with Billy is he's the most competitive freaking guy you know, that that I've seen out there. And I kind of model myself at that, man. So I'll give him a lot of kudos.
0: Yeah, awesome. Great, uh, great guy for sure. And uh, what about anybody on the CEO front?
1: Uh, well, I got to say Sanjay, right? So he's the best six-month CEO. <laughs> he's just <laughs> starting it. Uh, yeah, the, uh, you know, at, at EMC, we had three amazing ones, right? Dick Egan, Mike Rutgers, and Joe Tucci. And each one of them is different for phases, um, pure Scott Dietson as a startup CEO who kind of took us from, you know, tiny into being public was, was amazing. So, you know, I've, that's been, it's been an honor for my side to have a career to work with those four CEOs. It's been great.
0: Awesome. Without any uh, advice that you've received along the way from the um, menu, otherwise.
1: So the, uh, what one of them told me in that is, you know, it's we, not I, which is a simple thing. And yep. part of that is being humble. And, you know, I always believed, you know, I grew up in a house where it was about hard work. It was about being a good person. And it was about family. So, you know, I always go back to my dad and, you know, he's the he's the one I look up to the most.
0: Awesome. What advice that you would give your younger self?
1: Oh, um geez! D- don't ever tell Haverty and a few others about club football because they bust on me. Especially Sheehy. Uh, no, my younger self, I, I, <laughs> I, I would look back and, and say, you know, you know, uh, trust trust your gut when you go. And if you, you know, if you think something is going to happen or believe or have that instinct, you're probably right. And then. You know, from my side as a young kid coming up, um, you know, you got to believe in yourself because you know, I go back and look at it now. And, you know, I was at a young age running an $800 million business. And I see, you know, whether it's my kids or some of the young people in the business now, and, you know, they, there's some really, really smart people that can do a lot and just believe and learn every single day. Yeah, absolutely. So,
0: back in your trust your gut, I uh, mentored for a while with uh, Greg Brown, who's the current CEO of Motorola Solutions, and he had several sayings, but one of which was, uh, if you don't know, you know. So, if you're trying to make a decision and you're not sure, whatever that not sure thing, you know, that that's it. So, you got all the data and objective, everything else, but then you compile the data and what are the facts that you know, and then what, is, what does your gut say? So, totally... Uh, Totally. uh, Words of wisdom there by you. So from uh, Tim Redwansky, uh, he's at Convertive, which is a really cool company that helps, um, uh, I'll say, you know, CROs and companies with their sales and marketing tech stacks. says, uh, great episode, Randy, curious if Cohesity shares any of your best practices for marketing, sales, rev ops with your channel partners or vice versa in an effort to amplify growth. And I think we might have just lost Kevin. Hopefully Kevin's coming back in. Uh, Hey, Kevin. Uh, Sorry, Yeah, No worries. stuff happens. I'm just glad it's not me. It usually happens with me. So no worries at all. So uh, no worries. Uh, So uh, Tim asks uh, uh, what Cohesity does in terms of sharing best practices on – marketing sales and rev ops with your channel partners and vice versa. So certainly there'd be, I'll I'll focus the question. There's a lot in terms of product and offering and sales training and and all that aspect of stuff, but maybe focus on the uh, rev ops aspect
1: of the question. Yeah. So, um, our crew there, Dan Monahan and, uh, leads it for the U S and, uh, John Holtman, um, we do work with some of our partners on, you know, what we do kind of back office on RevOps and that. I'm happy to, you know, sit down and, and connect you with the right people. Um, you know, from an enablement side, we we definitely have a group that does that. But, you know, I'm not 100 percent sure, you know, what you're looking for there. Gotcha. So the idea. So
0: if you have your you mentioned uh, Ahead, Presidio, you know, WWT. Yeah. Um, What do you do to kind of cross pollinate in kind of any of the best practices Uh, or the Kobe City way into those
1: companies? uh, So yeah, so from our uh, we run we have uh, an enablement group that focuses on training for our channel. Uh, We have a whole curriculum that will do that, and then we will assign. You know, it depends on the side of it. A you know, an AE to cover that account if it is big enough. So yep. we have national partners, uh, and then we have accreditation across that for for all of our national partners.
0: Awesome. All right, great question, Tim. And sounds like we had a good uh, good follow up there. So uh, as as we get down to the uh, end here, you've been fantastic. Really appreciate it. Uh, what about any PG uh, Randy story? <laughs>
1: Well, thank God there's only two minutes left. Well, you know, I I have to say one of my all time favorites was uh, I think it was 95. I I believe it was. And we uh, you were the VP in PPG and you set up a I think it was around summertime and we were in New Hampshire somewhere. And you're like, "Okay, we got to get the whole team together. And we got to get him fired up in there. So, you know, of course, it was on a weekend. And, you know, after we finished up in the meeting, there was a little like award thing. We headed up up to the pool. And, you know, we had a whole bunch of beers at the pool. Um, Everybody started going crazy. Randy was wearing a blazer. He had his Rolex on because he was the VP. Next thing you know, a security guard goes in the pool a whole bunch of other people in the pool, Randy's in the pool. I remember the drum set was floating in the pool, too. Um, but the best part is after Randy got out, because they were going to shut down the whole party, he Easy. convinced, he convinced the, uh, the, the manager of the hotel that instead of everybody leaving in that, we'd be better off just going to a better section of hotel and finishing the party there, which we did, which was a phenomenal selling job randy so like you understood his needs you understood the risk and or i would say the business value which made sense
0: there you go there you go yes yeah. so that'd be a cost avoidance i think would be that uh, that, that, <laughs> uh that, 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 exactly
1: our, right. So anyway, <laughs> all
0: right well, thank <laughs> thanks for that so um for those that are members of uh sales community thanks if you're not Uh, you can just go to the site, salescommunity.com. There's a link that says winter free. Encourage you to do that. A lot lot of great content on there, our prior podcasts. uh, You'll see we're actually booked out every week now. Uh, I think it's 25 months or so. So a little little crazy. So uh, some of those folks may be retired by by the time we get there. We'll see. And uh, Bill Hogan chimes in here. Blake Galvin took the full blame for pushing the security guard in the pool. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, rein this in here. Uh, So anyway, so uh, next week, actually on Monday, uh, is episode number 110. We have Wendy Kuhn, who has an awesome book she just came out with called Strategy to Reality. So that's on uh, Monday, January 20th. And then we have Costa Harbilis, who's CRO of uh, Intap on February 8th. And February 15th, uh, Paul Hunter, who's at uh, HPE and is uh, managing director uh, r- running North America there for uh, HP. So good mix of uh, companies here. So anyway, Kevin, you've been awesome. You could have gone on uh, all day. And uh, let me just see this, if I'm going to read this or not. Bill Hogan says... Uh, Anyway, okay. So, uh, all right. You've been awesome. Stay on here as a recap. And uh, Tucker, thanks for your help behind the scenes. Uh, Everybody's great. Thanks, Kev. Awesome. Appreciate it.